You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. So you missed something tonight on After Midnight with Granger Smith. No worries, we got you covered. Welcome to the After Midnight Podcast with Granger Smith. You all ready? Here we go. Yeah. Welcome to Tuesday, America. Hi, folks, this is Keith Evan. Hey, this is Carrie Underwood. Hey, y'all, this is Garth Brooks. This is Jimmy Allen. This is the one and only. Name alone is a staple in country music. Welcome to After Midnight with Granger Smith. Okay, it's like a scene out of an action movie. Last week, a car struck a guardrail on Interstate 15 north of San Diego and caught fire. The driver managed to get out of the car, collapsing on the ground near the blaze, but then a FedEx driver spotted him and stopped to pull him away from the crash site just before a series of explosions. Speaking to reporters, the FedEx driver says as soon as he saw the burning car, he knew what he had to do, something to go help the driver out by adding, you got to stop and see if you could do anything at all. The driver suffered a major leg injury, but fortunately, his injuries aren't life-threatening. Although, it probably would have been much worse if the FedEx driver hadn't stopped to help. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Hey, this is Tasha DeFluter. I'm just listening to the radio station, coming home from work from Stillwell. And y'all have a good night. Well, thank you so much, Tasha. I appreciate you listening. It's time for Earl Dibbles and Dumb Criminals. I'm Earl Dibbles Jr. I'm a country boy. I'm an honest boy, too, and crime don't pay. I got a story to prove it. Police are searching for whoever's behind the recent vandalism involving a truck and some fruit. According to Tilden Township Police in Pennsylvania, a driver's dash cam video from around 10 p.m. shows a truck traveling westbound while throwing a frozen banana at a driver heading east. Cops say several frozen bananas struck several vehicles' windshields. While it might sound ridiculous, authorities say it's extremely serious and extremely dangerous. This could injure, or worse, it could cause a vehicle to crash by doing this, adding that one of them frozen bananas actually hit one woman right through her open window while she was driving. Authority asks that anyone who has seen or has information about this fruit thrower contact the police department immediately. I mean, why would you throw bananas unless you're playing Donkey Kong or Mario Kart? That's just dumb. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. So I have three kids. Um, they're three, four, and five. 
and we just started them on allowances really just because so they can really learn the value of money and um, you know when you're a kid you don't have a job and there's stuff you want to buy that parents don't really see as something they should be spending the money on so if you can work hard to get that money and save it up you know you can buy it for yourself I think that's a good thing to teach kids as well yeah I agree with that I think allowances are a good part of growing up. I think giving kids uh, some kind of value of a dollar attached to a dollar, attached to working hard for that so they can understand that things aren't for free. You don't just get things, you work for them, you earn them. And there is some kind of satisfaction that goes along with saving up dollar by dollar. Five becomes 10 and 15, and then you got $20, and then you could almost get that thing you want because it's $23 and you need three more dollars. You go back and you work on those chores a little bit more. What do you think about all of this? You think that's a good way or do you have a better suggestion on raising kids, letting them earn the value of a dollar, earn their worth in society? Call me 866-607-8383. So we don't, we don't do allowances in my family, but um, I think it is very important that Kids learn the value of a dollar and earning power. I was now 15, oldest of six, and uh, about five years ago, he, he wanted to make some money, so I paid him 20 bucks to go rake the leaves in the yard. Came back, he was like, no, Dad, I want a real job. Take me down to Chick-fil-A so I can get a real job. I told him, well, you're 10. I don't think they'll hire you quite yet at Chick-fil-A, but let's figure something out. So we went down to the mower store and bought him a mower that he could handle. And we started mowing yards. And uh, I paid him the $600 mower. I gave him 300 bucks towards the investment. And then I said, well, you got to pay me back the other 300 out of your profits. And within a few weeks, he had me paid back and started earning money. Well, that was five years ago. Now the kid's 15. Now we have, we have uh, big mowers and trailers with weed eaters. And we've hired his friends. And we have a whole, whole kind of lawn care business. Um, that uh, he and I run together. And as a 15-year-old kid, he's already bought his first pickup. He's got tens of thousands of dollars in the bank, all from kind of his first motivation of wanting to just earn some money. And I tried to capitalize on that as best as I could. And, uh, you know, he's a very hard worker. He's learned how to bid jobs, um, care for the equipment. Uh, he works really, really hard all summer long. And it's turned into a really, a really good thing. So... You know, I don't know. My, my whole thought still is that just giving an allowance uh, isn't necessarily the best the best way to teach a kid the value of a dollar and the value of their time. But figuring out a way to to get them out working, doing whatever they can at whatever age they can to uh, to start earning is is very very important. I know I did that as a kid. It's it's, it's starting to pay off. I'm seeing it pay off in his life, and hopefully it is. And his brothers and sisters, it'll be the same thing. I don't know if they'll all be interested in the lawn care stuff. but Hey, great phone call. Good job, Dad. I like that a lot. If you got an opinion about this after Midnight Listeners, if you got a way to you recommend raising kids or teaching them about the value of a dollar, call me 866-607-8383. We're after midnight. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. Talking about raising kids here on After Midnight, getting all kinds of really good phone calls and advice from experienced parents. I mentioned something last night that was interesting. Jordan Peterson, the psychologist out of Canada, always has a lot to say on raising kids. In fact, uh, this book I read several years ago called 12 Rules for Life, 
He has 12 rules that he has written over his experience, and you could take it or leave it, but rule number five for him in this book is do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them, right? What does that mean? I mean, should you not just let your kids act like brats? Of course, we know this. The ultimate point of that is you have a responsibility as a parent, he says, to teach your child the rules of society because if you don't, society will. In fact, in a much meaner way because, of course, society doesn't care about your child nearly as much as you do, right? So he advocates for giving feedback early to children. This is right. This is wrong. Congratulations on this. I want to encourage you. Uh, And then do not do that. This is too loud. Don't speak that loudly inside. Don't eat that way when you're at the dinner table, right? Have some manners. Now, this is, this is stuff your grandma taught you. But Jordan Peterson advocates that if you don't do this, if you don't give them feedback that they always need, they crave this feedback because children are always testing their boundaries, right? They're always going to push you and push and push and push to find out where's the limit. And you'll find out quickly that they actually want to know where the limits are. They want to live within the limits. Dogs do the same thing. Dogs want to know, what can I touch? What can I eat? Where can I go? Just let me know, right? Otherwise, I'm going to go crazy. Kids are the same way. Now, what Jordan Peterson always advocates is if you don't show them limits, if you don't give them feedback, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about babies, I'm talking about, I'm talking about toddlers, if you don't give, start giving feedback early, society will and they're going to be much harsher you're going to get a teacher or a football coach or a principal or a police officer or a boss that will tell them how the world works and they're not going to be as nice as you are about it jordan always says you got to do this before they turn four years old because by then it might be too late because if they're not if they're not pleasing to adults by the age of four then they're already in this vicious cycle where they don't get around the 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 groups of parents and teachers and coaches and influencers of any kind that want to pour into that child so they just get a little bit more behind every year. It's fascinating stuff. And I think it kind of works great with this allowance and chore conversation. But what do you think about this? Do you disagree? Are you like, no, 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 that's way off. That's not the way I was raised or how I raised my kids. Or do you think, yeah, that sounds pretty good got to give my kids feedback early. I got to tell them what to do early so they know where their boundaries are. Call me. Great discussion. Late night. Third shifter discussion. 866-607-8383. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith. Just when you thought it was safe to go to sleep, a man realized many people's worst fear by getting bit inside his throat by a spider while sleeping. But it gets even more terrifying because the bite caused his throat to swell so badly he couldn't breathe. I thought I was going to die, confessed Chris Cowsley, a 52-year-old mailman in the UK. After calling an ambulance, he was referred to an ear, nose, and throat doctor who checked him out with an endoscopic camera and made sure everything was okay. After Chris was discharged, he went to great lengths to make sure no more spiders would gain access to his home or his mouth. I couldn't sleep until I vacuumed the whole house and put a spider repellent plug in the wall, says the now arachnophobe. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. 
Ranger. This is Brandy from Charleston, South Carolina. Thank you so much for keeping me up during my security patrol all night. Thank you for your service, Brandy. I appreciate you listening. This day in history on After Midnight. On this day, August the 1st, 1498, Columbus landed in South America. 1774, English chemist Joseph Presley discovers oxygen by isolating it in a gaseous state. 1914, the First World War erupted. 1944, Anne Frank wrote her last diary entry. 1961, Six Flags Over Texas opened. 1971, George Harrison's benefit concerts for Bangladesh two shows take place in Madison Square Garden. 1981, MTV premiered. 1996, The Game of Thrones book debuted. And 2023, my book, Like a River, became available to the world. Some famous birthdays include actor Jason Momoa and rapper Coolio. Those are just a few things that went down on this day in history. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. Old tales that people have told about some kind of magical restorative water, right, has existed for millennia. All the way back, we have records of Alexander the Great saying that he came across a healing river of paradise. That was back in the 4th century B.C. And then more recently, well, I say recently, in the 15th century, we have Ponce de Leon. He's the guy, if you don't remember your old history class, he's the guy that discovered Florida. Well, not discovered. <laughs> he's the one that colonized or began the colonization of Florida. And he and it's it's now known and believed that he was seeking a fountain of youth that he believed was in Florida. And we don't know if he found it or not. I do know that he's dead. And so if he did find it, it didn't work. It is maybe ironic that Disney World is now in Florida. Is that perhaps a fountain of youth in a way? I say all of that is is an introduction to a conversation that we've been having about this fountain of youth that is very historical. It has been sought after for millennia. It was thought that Alexander the Great found it with the the healing river of paradise. And then Ponce de Leon and his search for the, the fountain of youth, he thought he found it in Florida, which is almost laughable these days. But that brings us to today, 2023. Harvard researchers say they have found it and they put it into a pill form. In fact, you could take this pill that makes you start to look and feel younger. They are they are now sending it out to human trials, so you could line up around the building if you want to be one of the first people that tries this new pill of the Fountain of Youth. My question, besides all of that, is would you take it? Is this something you're interested in? I love getting your phone calls here on After Midnight, so let's open up the phone lines 866-607-8383. Yes, I don't think I would take this pill because something later on could happen with issues of it. They want to look younger. Take some of that cream from Jane Seymour or Cindy Crawford if they want to look younger. You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith. Hello, Mr. Smith. Craig calling from Wisconsin. I like to consider it the center of the universe. Heading out on a big pond doing some uh, king salmon fishing this morning. Been listening to your show. Wonderful. Yes, God is great. Thanks for sharing. And I did pre-order your book. God bless. Peace, bro. Craig, thanks for calling, brother. And why can't we go fishing with you? That sounds amazing. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. Talking about the fountain of youth. 
I, I, it's so funny to think about Florida and that term, historical Florida. The guy that the Spanish conquistador that settled Florida, he was, he was actually killed by a Native American arrow. He was, he was mortally wounded by an arrow. And it's interesting that I guess the Fountain of Youth didn't save him, but that's what he was really searching for. And as historians look back on the life of Ponce de Leon, they realize so much of his effort was trying to find this fountain of youth, this mystical place of healing waters. And now, as I've been saying, that Harvard is now, these researchers say they've got it. It's in a cocktail, as they call it, of a pill. They are wanting to go into human trials and start selling this thing, basically. Imagine that. So that you can look and feel younger. Is this something, do you think that the fountain of youth idea is still alive and well in humanity? Are people still like, man, I want I want that. I want to look younger. I want to feel younger. I will do anything it takes to pay for a pill like that or find the river of healing waters. And I will say on a side note, before I give you my phone number, here is a nugget for all of you historians out there. Google John chapter 4, verse 13 and 14. And then call me, 866-607-8383. Do you want to be renewed with a new fountain of youth? Hey, I would love to take that pill. Where do I go? I'm old and I'd like to be young again. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. I know some of y'all got to get out of here and get your Tuesday started. But before you go, let me remind you, God is great and he's worthy of our praise. I'm Granger Smith, coming to y'all from New York City this morning. My wife and I are about to go live on Fox and Friends here in just a couple hours, talking about the release of my brand new book, Like a River. So maybe you can tune into that. Love you guys. Yee yee. After Midnight with Granger Smith, heard on more than 200 radio stations nationwide and all over the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Hit up aftermidnight.com to find a radio station near you and make sure and follow us on Instagram at After Midnight Granger Smith. Thanks for listening to the After Midnight Podcast. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> Ooh. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B.